0: Time on Dice Funk.
1: Cool! How do you feel about, um, evil? Evil? Yeah, you know, um, light, dark, good, and evil.
2: Uh, not a big fan of evil. Evil's typically not my favorite thing.
1: Right answer! <laughs> You're passing the colour so far! That's good!
2: Well, obviously, I'd love to travel. I'd, I'd love to just, you know, uh, see somewhere that isn't this
0: one exact spot, you know?
3: Are you actually Laszlo?
0: Not for very long. Laszlo hurt a member of the village, so I took over his duties. Who did Laszlo hurt? A goblin inventor, someone dear to the town, who I would give my life to protect. The genius.
4: (sighs) Voya will not live forever.
0: I'm working on it.
5: So hails the Katsune now.
3: (laughs) Hail rescue
0: mission, yes! Oh, heck! Yes! (laughs) And the lightning kicks up again, starts enveloping you, and once again you see this uh, smooth metal humanoid outside the lightning. Aze, it walks towards all of you. It is uh, almost eight feet tall, smooth metal. It seems to have some sort of sword uh, and some kind of shield. Kneeleth, uh... I
4: think we're going to meet your parents.
0: Oz rolls at
3: 18 in history, but like, yeah, he just gets, uh, like, he recognizes the ship that looks like Marina's ship by in particular and then just start, thinks, is that where the machine came from, then?
5: I can save us, because I, I, I have good news. Uh-huh? Yeah. I'm getting a snake.
6: Yay! Oh, hell
5: yeah! I went to the beach today and visited my beach friend, who owns many snakes. And they're going to give me one of them.
6: Are they cuddly? I had a snake, and they used to wrap themselves around my appendages. Oh,
5: yeah. These are wriggly boys who love to cuddle, absolutely.
6: What's what's this Wrigley lad going to be called?
5: <laughs> well, you see, he's already got a name. See... They have another snake who's very, very chill. And so they named that snake after Dionysus, famously chill figure in mm-hmm. mythology. But for <laughs> short, they call that snake Dio.
6: Mm-hmm. My so rat's this name snake, is Dio. My rat's name is Dio. And so this Dio. snake
5: is called Jojo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was going to shout it, but I didn't want to steal your thunder.
5: <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, I'm hyped oh. about that. I'm going to have a snake called, called Jojo.
0: <laughs> when you said before the recording that you wanted to save the name for a surprise, I really thought it was going to be like Ekans or <laughs> Silly Cobra or Well, Garados I mean, because it was a beach snake.
5: I might have led you that way because of the because uh, of the Pokemon thing. I was saying that my friend uh, just wants to collect one of every kind of reptile and snake, and 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 is getting rid of this one because they already have one of
0: that kind. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get one of every snake, you get a certificate, right? That's oh. right. Oh, from YouTube. I've noticed
6: that with reptile people, they want one of every reptile, and then they start going on to, like, bugs and spiders.
5: Right, and they make them fight for money.
6: Okay, well, no. That's in Japan, and then you accidentally create a curse. Don't do that. You don't want to accidentally make a curse.
5: But if you make it, if you don't make it a curse, you can't have ghost types.
6: I'm just saying, if you put two bugs in a jar, and they one kills the other bug, you accidentally just made a curse, and you're now responsible for it.
0: Definitely a top 10 Dice Funk intro right here. How wild is it that hails the Kitsune, right,
2: everyone? Boy,
5: <laughs> was think that, that, that a that surprise. You take a bug and make it fight another bug, like, you know, think of the, the bug lore in Bug World. Like, if, if giant aliens abducted some of us and made us fight for their sport, that's a wild story.
6: And then they curse you, so that's on you.
3: See, see, now I'm just thinking about deadly creatures for the Nintendo Wii now for some reason. Oh, hey, Why? look,
6: we're in the past and there's illithids in the sky. <laughs> That's right.
3: <laughs> All I'm
6: saying is you put a bunch of bugs in a jar until one bug is left. You better feed that bug, otherwise it's going to become a giant bug and eat you.
0: Isn't it wild that Laszlo died? <laughs> Mari, do you want to start a different podcast? Do you want to just do a, a improv comedy podcast? We can do that.
6: That wasn't improv. That was a fact. You make a curse when you put bugs in a jar.
0: Okay. Well, if that's a fact, then who am I to argue?
6: Exactly. Thank you. I'm warning the people.
0: All right. I know where we're going to start, actually, because the last episode, Cliffhanger, was that you all found yourself in the past in the middle of an alien sp- spaceship dog fight, which none of you have the reference to really contextualize or understand which is very exciting but we're actually gonna leave that hanging for a moment longer because
5: for cat it looks like they're playing
0: yeah oh that's cute they're just doing some little chases and mm-hmm. pounces it's very good yeah uh but yeah. we actually need to check back in with noby because this is the third part like the third episode of your quest and i think it's time to wrap this up so christ we've done a number of roles you did best of 3 and you succeeded to get uh oh, yeah. your birthday, the Tumtum's birthday, Drip's birthday. We decided that you could get Kaboom and Kablam from the vision, but you rolled an insight on Basil and got a 4. Uh so oh, yeah. Basil, you don't quite understand, but you could get the information from very or Aze. Mm-hmm. How do you want to handle this? Last episode, we kind of left off on a comedic note of you commanding the tum-tums to rough up kaboom and kablam, but let's, like, walk out of that situation. <laughs> the tum-tums are, like, covered in big uh, comedy bandages, but they're all, like, uh, satisfied and in the background. You hear, like, yeah, we'll, some of the, we'll get you next time.
5: <laughs> some of the bandages are, like, ill-concealing, like, tentacles and whatever that the tumtums have sprouted because of the wild magic. right? <laughs> perfect. perfect um, yeah um yeah i mean well like like flat out Nobi is not gonna get this information from aze uh deep deep lack of trust in that relationship Ah, surprise um so could you just refresh my memory because it has been two weeks little little behind the scenes peak for the audience there um Mm. but it's been two weeks so like um why was very specifically the um
0: very was physically there when Basil was born. Uh, because of wild magic, uh, Basil came out of Azay's forehead in the middle of a downtime scene between Azay and Very, who was studying uh, the geniuses workshop to determine if there was actually deity stuff at work. Which, there yeah, fab. Very okay. determined, there is not. It's just time magic. Okay.
5: Well, I think yeah, I think Noby already offered a a lie that can be recycled here. So Nobi's gonna rock up to. Oh, it's been a little while. What is Nobi's voice? Um, oh,
3: it's a high pitched voice. Hey, pig man. It's a high pitched voice. Like I can't, I can't do the voice entirely. Uh,
5: That's yeah, but there's some rage in there. Um,
1: <laughs>
5: hey, hey, Pigman! This is from outside the igloo. Yeah,
0: the, so you're standing outside the igloo. You say hi, uh, hello, Pigman, and a uh, folding chair shoots out of the entrance of the igloo and skids to a stop in front of you. Uh, it's of course turned around the opposite Noby, way. Nobody kicks the chair over. <laughs> oh no, you ruined the dismount, because then Very comes leaping out of the igloo in a practiced flourish to land on it, but it's not there anymore, and so he busts his shit <laughs> in the snow.
5: Yeah, that's what I figured. Um, <laughs>
0: oh, shucks. Oh gosh. Oh, G to the D. <sighs>
1: hey, Pastor Vary.
0: Have you seen my chair, Nobi? I swear it should have been right there. Oh there it is. It just goes and picks it up, turns it around, sits on it normally.
1: Oh yeah, I think you threw it out badly. It landed it landed like that.
0: I'd gotta get some more reps in. <laughs> reps of what? Uh yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's it's past it's pastor <laughs> stuff.
5: I hate imagining Barry just practicing this nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> this is like if you've ever seen the movie *The Boy*, the twist ending at the mo- at the end where he's like the he's like super ripped, what? And he's been living in the walls the whole time, <laughs> and it's like the only thing he was doing the whole time was pull ups, oh like <laughs> that's very but with like spinning chairs around. Um, anyway, <sighs>
0: anyway, I'm losing it.
1: So you uh. Are- care about community cohesion and morality i think those are things we have in common uh i have decided to get everybody birthday presents all over the town
0: oh no but you have such a generous spirit
1: obviously i can't tell everyone in fact i'm trying to keep it as secret as possible so that everyone is surprised when i show up with presents
0: Uh uh-huh
1: but i ran into a problem I don't know when Basil's birthday is, and I think you do because you were there when he was created.
0: Oh, of course. Uh, he will give you the the date with no pushback at all, just because the kind of person he is, but I, can you roll me a deception, just to see if there's any suspicion on his part about this whole setup? A, a relatively low DC, I sure, we'll why say. Not? But I just want to see. 16. No, it doesn't cross his mind for a moment anything is wrong with this. Perfect.
5: Fantastic. Yeah. Um, so he just yeah. gives
0: you the, the date. It's just like... Uh, you know, uh, I, we don't have established fictional months in our setting, but, you know...
2: February the 14th! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are numbers...
5: Num- okay, numbers whatever. are fake. Numbers
2: um, are also illegal. That's right. Uh... <laughs> numbers are normal,
5: except they for the They will be under Nobi's regime. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobi will ban numbers. <laughs> um, to double down... To double... Just to, like, try, like, a flourish on the lie, I think that Nobi would be like, um...
1: Anyway, for, uh, you know, no reason, um, do you, uh, like, uh, fancy chairs, Barry?
0: (laughs) Well, I have all the chairs I could ever want. I'm not much of a present person. I prefer to give than to receive, you know?
1: (laughs) Oh, I didn't know you swang that way. Um... well I'll, I'll I'll see if uh, Marina has some has a, a, a fancy a reverend outfit or something uh, thank you so much
0: Uh-huh well actually though, before you go, uh, can I ask your help on the matter? Oh of course. well you know the the moist watch has called on me numerous times recently. I'm kind of an uh, honorary member if I do say so myself opening a the person portal.
1: of interest, yes, carry on.
0: Uh, is that the term? Well, that's your arena, not mine. <laughs> uh, but uh, opening the portals to the Okai Village, banishing that uh, quarry fella, doing a lot of stuff here recently, and I was uh, just wanted to let you know because you're on the Moist Watch that I'm, I'm pretty close to closing the portal portal to the Dal Cor, You know, the Dream World where the quarry come from. Oh. So th- that problem should be taken care of. I'm not looking for a parade or anything. I just thought the Moist Watch should know that as the spiritual leader of the village that I'm doing my part, you know?
1: Well, well, I mean, uh... Well, hang, on, hang on a minute. Uh, Shouldn't you consult with the whole Moist Watch before you do something like that?
0: Sure. Should I talk to your, your mother first to set up a meeting? I'm not sure of the protocols.
1: Um... I think you should set up one meeting with her, and then another later meeting with the whole Moistwatch, but they're all away on a time heist right now, so you can't talk to them yet. Um, you know, I'd say, uh, give it, like, the uh, you know, six weeks or something.
0: Oh, dear, that's quite a while. Heist, did you say? You know, stealing's a sin. I'll have to bring that up with your mother.
1: They're being whimsical. They're not really stealing anything. They're just <laughs> observing, but they're calling it a heist because that makes it more fun for them because they're fucking infants.
0: <laughs> Amen to that, brother.
2: God. I mean, we are fucking infants. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, nobody, <laughs> you don't even—you don't
3: to call me out like that. We are
2: children.
3: I am the biggest baby <laughs> here. All right.
1: <laughs> time heist. Time heist. <laughs> Look, very you—you understand this. You're a kind of a shepherd to this village, that you know. People need uh, uh, guidance, and we have to make decisions that's good for everyone. So I, I think that, you know, between you and me, as people who lead the flock, maybe you should hold off on closing the portal just until we understand the implications of that action.
0: Uh, very like, you know, pats your little head because you're a little sheep and says, I, l- I do love the flock metaphor It's my little Agnes Day. <laughs> you're so cute. <laughs>
1: I just, uh, you know, what if it was uh, spiritually enriching for the portal to be open a, r- a little longer?
0: Maybe. I guess I'll talk to your mother. I, th- I think at this point, like, I guess I'll make the subtext text is just like not particularly taking you seriously. I mean, I, there's a, a yeah. sense of... Uh,
5: that's the, That was what I was getting.
0: Yeah, there's a deference to authority, I think, inherent in <laughs> <laughs> this type of person who wants to go to the top.
1: Yeah, you know, I really like that about you, Vary. Is that you? You respect the chain of command. That's really cool. Um, my mom, my mama's really busy. Actually, um, she is trying to devise a new system by which, uh um, Genasi can trade cottons, and um, <laughs> he, she really told. She told me she didn't want to be disturbed.
0: All right, you already rolled a 16 for deception, so I'm not going to make you do it again. Uh, I guess what I'll say is that you you haven't put very off the idea of uh, closing the... I I said portal. We've used portal very generally. There isn't, like, an open door to the Dalcord, but basically cutting off that possibility. Um, So he still still wants to do it, but he's not going to do it right this moment with the the 16. Um, Yeah. So I think at this point, uh, once you have all the, the birth information you need, you do get a a mental uh, sending is the D&D spell uh, a yeah. message from the kitsune, which just says,
1: meet me in the wind and Dined
0: flare. Ooh, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you get that message like mid conversation with Vary, trying to talk him out of closing, you know, the the possibility yeah. of further quarry incursion. And did you just, you know, I excuse think that, yourself?
5: Yeah, I think that after that last lie, Nobi, I mean, you know, Nobi's not a mind reader. He doesn't like he's just going to hope that that put off Vary from closing the portal and and head off. Um uh yeah, basically. And and go over to the wind and
0: flyer.
2: You hear a whisper through time going, "Don't mess with my star."
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's rejoin the rest of the crew. You have just traveled to uh, the past. Uh, for longtime fans, you'll recognize this is kind of the space between seasons four and five because there are spaceships. Uh, but that—that's really all you know right now. <laughs> one of the th- one
5: of them looks like a big Neolith head.
0: One of them is a Nautiloid, an an illithid or mind flayer spaceship, and the other yeah, it looks
5: like Neela's head but really big.
0: uh, And the other is like a sleek, futuristic uh, ship that you you only know as Marina's house. Uh, You look around you and you see the Beyblades have all gone spinning off in different directions, but they haven't met any like significant obstructions or difficulties yet. They're they're just kind of moving. What do you do? Um,
5: Hmm. I do think Cat would chase one of the Beyblades.
0: All right, athletics to chase the Beyblade. Okay. Seventeen. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, so, cat, you're the first one to act. You just take off running at a, a gallop. You know, you're you're moving. Uh, lions can move very very quickly, <laughs> uh, and your little ant legs too. And you just pounce on one and stop it. What do the rest of you do? Yeah, and then and then spin around.
2: <laughs> Are there some vaguely some plants around?
0: Yeah, so the the scenery you're seeing now is is uh, pretty different than the you know the Grendel you're used to. I'd say it still is a mountain at this point in time. Uh, it's not an island like when you went back to like dinosaur times, as we called it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not midwinter. If anything, this is like the hottest it gets. So there's like some uh, you know arctic plant life here, definitely.
2: Uh, Neelith is gonna start uh, floating after one and attempt to cast speak with plants. Uh, with the intention being, hey, plants, can you make some difficult terrain that will slow this thing down so I can catch it?
0: Interesting. Uh, so you can cast Speak with Plants without a check. And uh, let's try here a nature roll to see if you can uh, coax the plants in the way that they like to be coaxed.
1: Twelve?
0: Yeah, with Above Average, you can stop the uh, the Beyblade's progress. Why don't you paint me the picture? Like, what do you say to these particular plants that gets them to- uh-
2: I think what Neelith does is screams, um That spinning disc is gonna tear up your flower beds. It needs stopping. With the hope being that some like vines or something will tangle up in it and be like, no, don't destroy all of the other plants. We understand the concept of death and don't want that.
0: Yeah. But yeah, with the limited animation, yeah, the, the like some roots and vines.
2: And I can make I can make difficult terrain. Yeah. With it.
0: Exactly. That's that's the, really the trick here is you creating this friction where yeah. all the roots and vines in the path kind of uh go out of their way to obstruct the path and it comes to a stop.
2: I have I have I have retrieved a beyblade. <laughs>
0: Uh, at this point, you see that the two ships fighting overhead are exchanging some kind of uh, fire. Uh, from you, it looks like they're casting spells at each other, just weird streams mm. of uh, fire and objects are like f- flowing between them. And when they make contact, there's a big explosion. Uh, and you see both. They sh- are playing very rough. <laughs> and yeah they seem to be damaged and like one uh the uh nautiloid in particular is like smoking as a great like stream of like oily black smoke coming out of it
3: yeah uh is going to attempt to track it down and uh uh capture it while keeping an eye out of the on the ships above to make sure he's not like in the path of one of them if they start falling on top of him or something <laughs>
0: yeah so it sounds like you there's two different things you want to do here uh, perception uh, definitely to to keep track of the ships what kind of skill or ability would you be using for the Beyblade stuff
3: Uh, I think Ozzie would primarily would want to try to use a starry whip you know thorn whip to try to to latch and pull the Beyblade in towards him as he gets closer to it
0: yeah that's definitely a a strength oh boy
3: all right so perception was a 28 so it was a natural 19 and then you just want a straight-up strength check for the uh, the Starry Whip attempt?
0: I do. That is what I want. That's a 19, then. Two natural 19s in a row. <laughs> <laughs> so before I tell you about these incredible rolls, I don't need to know what Slime's doing.
6: I, I guess I just stand there motionless.
0: That's a big slime
3: move. Yeah. Staring at the ships, staring at the ships that are flying above.
0: Can you walk me through your mental process here, Slime? Because you see you all appear in this time. Cat goes running, tackles a Beyblade. Ozzy does the magic, Star Whip grabs one, and then Nielith, uh, you know, gets some plants to grab the other one. And you're just standing there, just staring?
6: Well, it seems like everyone did everything before, and so therefore Slime goes, well, I guess there's nothing for me to do, I'll wait.
0: All right, so let's get back to Ozzy's incredible roles there. The 19 obviously just grabs the like You have it with your star whip, no problem. The 28 on um, perception is interesting because that's so high that I think I'm going to give you more than I was planning uh. on it, like as I was envisioning, which is that you like see these ships dogfighting and you see the you know their their general capabilities and damage, and you can definitely put two and two together here that they're going to start crashing soon, and that uh, where you're standing is the uh, so the site of a strange piece of technology buried in the earth. Uh, uh, and do you think that's about, oh. that's about to happen
3: where uh, slime is standing? Uh, okay. Okay. Um.
6: Slime looks up with the mouth open along with sun, moon stars. Who's just here to have like, have a good time.
3: <sighs> Ozzy <laughs> just sort of like <laughs> takes a few moments. Looks at like, looks the sh- at the ships, looks at uh slime and, Ships, slime, slime again, and he's like, I don't know. This is how the machine came to Grendel. Uh, And he starts panicking and just starts running back towards slime and gesturing to Neelith and and Kat. Does anyone
5: have any kind of protection magic?
6: Can't we just run away? Is there enough time to just (laughs) run?
5: Yeah, running is always an option.
6: All right, as it you can just yell, slime move. Well,
3: it, it's it's not just slime that needs to move. It's everyone that needs to move. I think
5: it's kind of the. <clears throat> uh, what does Cat need to roll to um, to surf the Beyblade like Iron Man in the um, <laughs> Tony Hawk's Underground Two uh, unlockable, where he flies on uh, like a hoverboard, just 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 radical fucking skateboarding away on this floating Beyblade.
6: You could have said Green Goblin.
0: Yeah, but I had a really specific mental image in mind. Yeah, you're right.
6: You're right. right. Well,
0: first of all, Sophie, you do get advantage for this very specific mental image. Uh, Second of all, (laughs) uh, acrobatics for anything Tony Hawk related.
5: Fantastic. Well, that's a 13. 13.
0: All right, so Azay, you start running back towards slime, saying, uh, "You know, the ship's coming down. Get out of the way!" And then in the background cat just kick flips the Beyblade and starts uh, grinding away. So, cat's just like hit the bricks. <laughs> if it sucks, you can leave. Hit as Azay,
3: as, as uh, Azay sees this, uh, he will call over to Neolith. You know, uh, like. Quick! You use the Beyblade to to get away quickly, and he attempts to do the same to use the Beyblade to move himself with Cat. Uh, I would
2: like I would like to also join in on the radical acrobatics roles to try and uh, <laughs> skateboard away.
0: All right. So I want to be clear about this. There are three Beyblades and four party members. So someone is going to go unBeyblade assisted. Who is that?
6: uh slime just starts running on their spider legs
0: just okay so spider- athletics for you acrobatics for everyone else um, oh shit
6: oh, okay hold on and also beyblade <laughs> people
0: get advantage Uh oh. cat does a nollie and then an impossible <laughs> okay All right. oh man if only you'd done a christ there I would have given you so many bonuses. I don't think, I don't think, uh, Cat's body would work that way. Anileth got a crit. Alright, that means, Anileth, with a crit, you can help, uh, save somebody who fucks up this roll they need to do. Uh,
3: Ozzy rolls a crit as well.
0: Holy shit on tits. <laughs>
3: uh, Ozzy's rolled a 19, to 19, and a 20 so far this session.
2: Okay, so we're just starting a whole, like, um, skateboarding crew now, right? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, with two crits, obviously this is a huge success. I just need everyone to give me the mental image of this. This is where we put our entire budget uh, for the episode.
2: There, there's uh, there's half pipes out of nowhere now that Nilith is just sort of like doing sick tricks off. <laughs>
6: uh, slime rolls a 17 on athletics. So those spider legs are pumping.
0: All right. With all, with all of this success, I'm just going to make you roll decks to uh, take damage from the blast wave, uh, even if you succeeded. But I think with this level of success, I'm not even going to do that. Uh, you start uh, you know, going up the half pipes of the, of the mountain, <laughs> just the naturally occurring elevation changes, and you're grinding them. As the Nautiloid, this giant uh, you know, cephalopodic spaceship, comes c- screaming out of the sky on fire and is going to hit where the f- dump will be in the future. Uh, and, you know, this is your last chance to say something cool <laughs> as the, this is about to happen.
2: Neolith does a trick up into the air so that, like, when the blast hits, it'll sort of fire, fire her, you know. Laura, with some good air.
5: what trick does she do? <laughs> You can't just say a trick.
6: <laughs> Quick, go Google a bunch of cool trick names. Come on, you do a nine hundred
0: and one, just so you can say no you beat Tony way. Hawk.
6: <laughs> Laura maxes out the SSX tricky meter immediately. <laughs>
3: <clears throat> I, I, I was just trying to think if there's any any sort of brain pun you could make for the for the trick you do. That's what I was trying to think of.
5: In oh, no. Cat's spin-off series, they ditch Noby and solve crimes on their own, um, <laughs> on, on doing six skateboard tricks to the scene of the crime.
0: The explosion th- that happens behind you, which just leaves this uh, impact wave of destruction, which turns uh, you know the whole day bright, like it's noon instead of evening, uh, and the heat basically gives you all sunburn. It inexplicably just plays Run DMC's Tricky somehow. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Slime fabricates um, slime sunglasses onto Sun Moon Star's face, but not to protect their eyes but to look cool.
0: Uh, yeah, this was supposed to be like a big, dangerous thing, but we have completely goofed it into safety. So it's not there's no point in maintaining the tension anymore. There's a huge fucking explosion. Uh, the terrain is forever changed. Uh, in what will be Grendel, and you all uh, escape the blast radius. Although there's still like rocks and debris and smoke in the area, you don't, can't get a great view right now. But you also see above you, in the in the sky, which was uh, bright white for a moment in the the heat of the explosion. Uh, the other spaceship is not doing well, and it seems to be struggling to stay aloft as well. Although it is not going to have as catastrophic of a crash.
3: And, that's, and the other ship is the one that looks like Marina's place,
0: correct? The one's still aloft uh, for a short period of time here before it, it comes to a stop. Yeah, that is Marina's house.
6: Uh, quick question. Is the crater filled with molten rock, lava, and space metal?
0: It certainly seems dangerous. I'm going to say to enter this cloud of uh, you know fire and ash and smoke is constitution saving throws if you're just going in raw
3: um azay can give two people in the group advantage on constitution wait let me double check here real quick oh, those constitution checks not saving throws darn um <laughs> uh
0: is that an enhance ability
3: yeah yeah
0: yeah that we can we can make that count i don't know if there's a spell that does the equivalent so
3: i, I don't i don't know if there I, there I think there might be ones for like specific saving throws but it it's it's burning a third level spell slot to get two people protection which i think is still apt for this
5: i already established that cat was hanging back so i think that cat's moving into the crater is going to depend on how how bad it looks to go into the crater like if the other people get hurt
0: Judging by how my cat reacts to vacuum cleaners, I feel like this is a great role play decision not to go towards the burning <laughs> cleaner. Uh, uh,
3: Aze is not really moving quickly because Aze's constitution sucks, Sid. So he's just, uh, he is definitely apprehensive about going in himself, to be honest. Just, uh, he's just looking at his options while.
2: Uh, If you're happy to give Nielith advantage, Nielith's happy to sort of stride in confidently first, because she really doesn't want to spend any more time in this time period with the Illithids up there than is necessary. Like, really doesn't want to stick around those. Mm.
3: All right, Aze will cast... All right, here's a question. Does Kat want that as well?
5: I th- I would say no, because Kat is not sure about going in at all yet until...
2: I. I just rolled a i just rolled a six and a seven with advantage oh oh no oh
0: yeah. So for the audience, we just had a pretty protracted discussion about things that didn't go anywhere. So we're probably just going to cut right to this result, which is that enhance ability gives Neil the advantage to go into the crater. You rolled a seven and a six, even with advantage. So you are immediately assaulted by uh, the burning acrid uh, smoke, and it is overwhelming. So you're gonna first, you're gonna take damage. Uh, let's just do this. I, oh wow! Ba- terrible roll. Only one damage, oh, uh, and God. you get this—you get a chance basically to turn back before the damage uh, intensifies, which it will the closer yeah. you get to the impact.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn away and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> All
0: right. Only one damage, so you didn't get punished too badly. But yeah, with that, with that roll, it is too much. You can't breathe. It hurts. It burns.
6: Are there any dead bodies around?
0: That's a great question, Mari. I'm so glad you asked it. Do you want to roll something to know that? Or do you want to... Uh,
6: I will... Uh, how about investigation?
0: I would love that. That would tickle me pink. Please give me an investigation.
5: Cat says to neelith it doesn't look fun in the crater.
6: Oh, wait, no, I rolled that wrong. I have a plus nine to so investigation. Four. That'd be a 24 so then. So then I rolled a 24.
0: Genius Christ. Uh, 24 is incredible. With an investigation, I think... Uh, Slime. Uh, I mean, you can help me paint this picture if you want. I, my thought is like you're walking around the crater, tasting the smoke, trying to see if there's like a safe way in. Uh, and you. I'm
6: spraying out my uh, slime cloud. You know, letting it gradually fall to the ground. You know. Yeah. Trying to find some dead bodies.
0: But with the twenty four, you detect uh, changes in the like uh atmospheric pressure, in the density of the clouds. Things are moving in there, and it's not just like burning debris. There are definitely people in there. Multiple people.
6: Specifically, are there dead bodies?
2: Not not until
0: we've been in there a
2: minute or
6: two. <laughs> I, no, I was hoping <laughs> to animate dead and then send that, that thing in there so that nobody would really get too hurt and then the slime on the body would <laughs> be okay. So
0: animate dead has a range of 10 feet. Here... Here's what I'll say. Uh, what you detect with the 24 is the movement and the changes in the density because there are people moving inside. But I think uh, you also sense with a 24, because it's so good, uh, one of those people dragging another who you assume died in, in the crash. So I'll say there is a dead body. But because you told me your plan is to use Animate Dead, it has a range of 10 feet. You will need to mm-hmm. enter the cloud to cast Animate Dead on this dead
6: person. But I see that the dead person is probably cared for so It's probably inappropriate.
0: Okay. So I'm just going to go ahead and and just put a number here so that maybe if that influences how you think. There are two alive and one dead people inside this cloud, inside the crater.
6: All right. I'm going in and I'm trying not to be noticed so I can resurrect the dead body and talk to them.
0: Okay. So constitution saving throw uh, to enter the cloud.
6: Fuck! <laughs> 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 Critical fail plus one. Oh, so, boy. that went poorly. All
0: right. So first of all, you take four. You take four damage uh, just from inhaling smoke. Okay. And what the, what the the botch consequence there is that they sense you coming in uh because they also they do have detect thoughts because they're illithids. They're mind flayers. Like. The ship indicated, I think, uh, Sophie just said this out loud at the end of the last episode. It's not really a twist or anything. But they can detect your thoughts coming towards them. They notice you. And uh, they are going to attempt to uh, attack you, actually, uh, with a mind blast to make a intelligence saving throw. 23. Wow, very good. Okay, so uh, one of the illithids in the uh, wreckage does a mind blast, just a, a, a psychic assault You're just like being punched in the brain because you succeed. You take less damage uh, and you also are not going to be stunned, which is important when facing mind players. (laughs) If you haven't done so before. Uh, Oh, no, I have really low
5: intelligence.
0: Oh, no. You take 14 from the mind blast slime. Um, Do you say or do anything? Because there's no outward indication. I
6: immediately retreat because I'm inside Sun, Moon, Stars.
0: Okay. Because there's no uh, mind blast doesn't like alert the rest of the party that you're under attack. So if yeah, if you run out of the cloud, they'll see that.
6: Yeah, I'm I'm immediately retreating. The risks are too high.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, w- with this incursion into the cloud, uh, one of them yells something in a language. Uh, can you all read to me the languages you speak? Or I guess I could just say, does anyone here speak Deep Speech?
2: I, I speak Deep Speech, which makes sense for for me to do considering. Illithid, you know?
0: (laughs) It does, yeah. So uh, this is the Illithid language. I think it's also the Beholder language, Mm -hmm. uh, if you're interested. But uh, you're the only one who understands what the Illithids yell, which is, you will never take the baby box. You will never take the baby box. take the baby
2: uh, box. I shout back to them in deep speech. Um, okay, we're not here to to take the the baby box. We're j- we're just trying to get to something in the middle of the crater. We need. We're not here to hurt you. We are we are on your side. We're all chill. Uh,
0: yeah, you say that, and as you're waiting for a response, you hear a crashing sound behind you as Marina's house hits the ground and skids to a stop, where it will be uh, in the future when you get back to it.
2: <laughs> How damaged is it?
0: Uh, it is minimally damaged. You've seen it in the future. It is, like, a sleek piece of futuristic technology that has been stripped of functional parts, like, over the years. People have just taken everything out of it that seemed like it was valuable or worth something, but it is not, uh, like, mangled in any significant way.
5: Kat would like to investigate that, um, while, like, while uh, whatever other scene is going on with the Illithids.
2: Uh, while you do, um... Neelith was going to volunteer to just stroll in and meet them, but I don't think that's a good idea given um,
5: the kind of illithid she is. Uh, I only got a six, so probably not that great.
0: Yeah, actually, with a six, what happens is you approach the, uh, the, the ship here. This is like this uh, sleek, you know, modern spaceship. It's very Star Trek. Um, and I think uh, as you like approach the door and you're sniffing at it, a side door opens and f- uh, four people jump out. And they have weapons and they point them at you. I'm gonna put a picture of what they look like, what for you to see. But with with your failure, you do not uh, have a chance to stop yourself from being surrounded. Cat, uh, for the audience, they are insectile, uh, insectoid humanoids. Mm-hmm. They have four arms. Whoa! They are thryclean. They, ha- they have a uh, chitinous armor. They're essentially anthropomorphic uh, crickets or like grasshoppers, uh, mantis folk. They're also just called mantis folk. If cream is hard to say, uh, but they are in also futuristic armor. They have what seem like laser guns, although you don't want to fuck a laser gun. As well. so <laughs> they have, they have crossbows that have that seem to have lightning spells cast on them. Right. <laughs> um, but there's four of these uh, insect aliens who jump out of the craft and point their laser guns at you. There's very little hope that they, so they speak.
6: Have, they have Wookie crossbows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A uh, bolt caster, right?
6: That's what that's called? Yes. Yeah, I knew, yeah, thing.
5: Yeah. There's very little hope that they speak my language anyway, so Kat just goes, I like your ship. It's very Star Trek. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, if you haven't listened to this show before, I, I, if we did a season in space before, so I've already ar- said all of this, but spaceships have been in D&D since the very beginning. None of this is really out of bounds. Uh, if you go back to Dungeons That's right. The, the idea of fantasy and science fiction as being separate is relatively recent. Before, they were just speculative fiction, and it was just the same mm-hmm. genre or weird fiction. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. We gotta gotta start getting the sci-fi and fantasy nerds to stop fighting. We're on the same side, <laughs> which is against the normies.
2: I'm assuming these are thrycreen they speak thrycreen.
0: Yeah, yeah, they have their own language, thrycreen. It is uh, their mandibles click, and they have uh, some like hand signs. They have four arms, uh. So yeah, they're doing a lot of gesticulating and clicking. That I don't think any of you speak thrycreen.
2: So not not common then. We can't just go in with common.
0: <laughs> no unfortunately not oh Re-
5: reasoning with them is out then so Kat would like to kick flip away <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so you are going to try to extricate yourself from that situation then specifically on the beyblade um yeah i think you're going to take uh attacks of opportunities what's going to happen if you attempt to flee ah crikey yeah um let's see here
2: neilith is going to shout into the fog in deep speech and say we are under fire we are under attack from those creatures Please, we're not trying to take anything from you to leave this place. We need to go into that crater. Will you please let us seek refuge from them? Like, we're, 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 we're being fired upon. We just need safety.
0: Yeah, so there's like these two scenes happening simultaneously now because Cat kind of hung back and went and in investigated their ship. Let me roll these attacks of opportunity. Uh, 7, 13, 21, 8. The 13 and the 21 hit. Um. You take fifteen damage as two of the bolts hit you in the body. It burns like hell. These are laser blasters that they're, they're shooting at you, but you, you're getting away in the Beyblade as they shoot you. Uh, and it's Ouch. it's specifically that they're opening fire on your party, Neelith, which uh, makes this this thing you just said about uh, seeking refuge really persuasive. Because if the, before the Illithids uh, were not particularly interested in hearing what you had to say, uh, but now that they, they see that their enemy is fighting you. So enemy of my enemy and so forth. So why don't you roll persuasion with advantage for them to help you here?
2: Uh that that's a that's a 27, a 27 on persuasion. Let me in.
0: Oh yeah, two mind flares come out of the cloud. Uh, they look very cool. If you have seen their illustrations, they are dressed like they're in a black metal band, all black leather and spikes. There are two of them. That's kind uh, of sexy. One is
6: Huh? Yes, okay, so I was saying it was kind of sexy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, thank, thank you, Mari. Uh, one is like human size and has a uh, shrimp-style illithid head, and one is significantly bigger, like two feet bigger, and has a uh, a, a nautilus head, like the, the animal, the nautilus. Because we're, we're getting weird with the illithid heads here; cause they're yeah. always yep. squids.
6: Are they called Daddy? <laughs> Fuck!
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> Uh, and so they come out and they start mind-blasting the Thrykreen as they're shooting a cat. Um, so, well, yeah, what's up? Do so You have two friends.
2: Hi! Hi. Hi. So, yeah, Neelith uh, obviously knows that they're not gonna be too happy to see her, but she's like, Hi, thank you for, for saving us, um, we, we just need to get into the crater room, we'll be out of- out of your heads Sorry for the inconvenience, thank- thank you. Thank you.
0: Uh, so, yeah, the two Illithids are mind-blasting the Thrycreen as they chase Cat. And then, you know, you start talking, and they look at you. And you see them, like, flinch uh, in a way when they see you. And one of them definitely, like, says in d- deep speech... S- step-aside defect a step aside will, you. You. Step step aside will help you. you. step-aside step defects step will
3: help you. step-aside will, will help step you. Aside um, will step help you.
2: Aside when neelith would usually be a lot more like standing up for herself, I think, in in the moment she just wants to get out of this situation, so she just sort of puts her head down and sheepishly goes, uh, yes, um, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh,
0: thank you. <sighs> so- None of the rest of you speak D-speech. You have no idea what Neath is saying or having said to her. So, what are what are the rest of you doing?
5: I'm sorry. I feel like Cat would 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 pick up on the vibe of what was going on there for a specific reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely observe that they flinch upon seeing Neath, and then Neath like hangs her head upon their response. If that influences you i
5: think as as cat does a does a sideways grind um pass on the bay blade <laughs>
4: like, oh, those
5: guys
0: suck anyway
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, needless chance a knowing look with cat um yeah okay so they they're going to try to defend you from the thry but we haven't actually solved the toxic cloud problem uh Aze, what are you up to you're the only one who hasn't uh gotten hands in the ball the uh, easiest solution would be to
3: create like a large gust of wind or something to blow the toxic clouds away. That'd be like a big, mm. but Ozzy doesn't have. To... I, th-
0: I, th- I think Philippa. <laughs> Philippa can do that, right? Philippa, oh phil- shucks. Philippa can do Philippa? that.
3: Yeah, shucks. On <laughs> uh, shucks on that. Yeah, um, yeah. So Ozzy's like set of spells does not really allow him to manipulate the clouds in such a way to make passage safe in there. Um, the only things that I can
5: don't you have, like, a magic tree that heals us?
3: So the, the tree can help heal us while we're in there, uh, for sure. Um, right. I
5: was just thinking, like, there's a specific place we all need to be in the middle, and then the tree could be there, and maybe that would help. I don't know. Does the tree have, like, ongoing healing effects, or is it just when it sprouts?
3: It's sustained healing for up to a minute or up to a certain number of healing cycles, and then it's over, but it just it's, it persists for that. Yeah,
0: uh, I mean that's a pretty classic video game strategy: is to have the healing over time more than the damage over time, and just walk through.
5: Yeah, I was. Yeah, I realized halfway through. I was like, "Oh, I, I want, I want Aze to be our healer so we can tank the damage." Yeah,
6: Druid tank this, dude. I mean, Druid heal it.
3: <laughs> sure. So, like, seeing all of this and then seeing the wreckage, um, and like the, the smoke, Aze just lets out a, a soft sigh and it says, well, if we know where we're going, we can, I can at least guide us there and offer us some protection. And he gets to the edge of the crater that has been formed and casts uh, casts essence of the cycle, uh, healing spirit, uh, causing a, as a third level spell in this case, because I don't have any fourth level spell slots anymore or fifth level spell slots for that matter. So, uh, he casts it, and um, a large tree sprouts up from the center of the impact zone, The uh, looking very much like... Uh, I'm trying to think what the Tree of man, Like, the Tree of Mana. I'm just saying Tree of Mana, just because I'm a, I'm a big secret of Mana kick here. And it sort of pulses green uh, as a nice little uh, signal, and he shouts to the others, Come! <laughs> Hurry over to the tree so we can get out of here. Before he, uh, moves to... Well, he le- he's going to let the others go in first before he goes in. Because
0: if he takes
3: damage, he might lose concentration on the tree.
0: Mm. So this works perfectly. You'll, I'm not going to roll for damage because as you're being damaged, you're also healing. So this is basically like a war of attrition to get to the center of the crater as your lungs uh, are burned from the inside. It's pretty metal. Uh, outside the, the crater, uh, the Illithids and the Thrycreen fight to the death um, as they did so many years ago. And then their you know bones <laughs> turn to dust and blow away. Or, you know, wild animals come and take them, but nobody walks away from this alive. Uh you enter the crater and you see uh the ship that hit the ground has exploded, but mid explosion it has come unstuck in time. Hmm. Uh Right. I Yeah. So like all the pieces are exploded out of it. It's like, uh, you know, when you, if you make something out of Legos and you throw it and it pops apart and you take a picture of it, like mid pop, like the, 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 you know, the chairs and the wall and the wings and the engine, they're all flying in different directions, but then they have frozen in this really weird, uh, you know, floating display and you see scattered throughout it, uh, these black spinning gears, which you have seen before.
2: Are they reachable?
0: So uh, the exploded ship is in a crater, so it's actually kind of below you. Okay. Uh, as the years go by, this will be buried. Uh, only the very tip top of this explosion still sticks out of the ground. So yeah, it is. It's not only reachable; it's below you in a crater.
2: Okay, so we can get down to where we need to get to uh, activate the blades and make another jump.
0: Yeah, I actually, where, where you need to be to set up the Beyblades is, like, right at the edge of the crater. So you don't even need to jump down into the exploded spaceship. Um, I don't know if you can pick this up. Maybe Arcana checks about what's going on here, everyone. <laughs>
3: uh, 19 for Aze.
5: 10.
0: 13.
5: Wait, Mari, you have a plus 9, but you botched. Jesus, that's...
6: No, that's me. I have a plus 9, but I botched.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay with a 16 and a 19 the, the crew passes so Aze and actually Kat specifically you, you kind of understand that the, the ship was carrying some kind of magic uh, time travel device time altering device and it was damaged in this explosion which has caused uh, you know the wreckage to become unstuck in time it's like frozen in this moment that's why it can't be damaged uh, so it like goes <laughs> yeah Billy Pilgrim was the name of the pilot um, oh dang <laughs> sorry they finally good. got him
5: They got got his ass. Uh, Yeah, that's
0: the the backstory. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. (laughs) He has been caught and compromised to a permanent end. The Um, U.S. government announcing that they finally got Billy Pelgrim, enemy of the state. (laughs) <laughs> um, but if you if you recall back to I think the first downtime or maybe even before that, Chris and I discussed how like yeah Shoko tried to take the machine apart and just you could not damage it. Right. It simply was invincible, and that's because it's it does not exist in the same time right. as everything around it. It's like one step out of sync. It, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So it is now like this eternal. There's a term for this in Doctor Who. It's like something that is a. Uh, it's like stuck in time. What's the yeah. um, I don't know what the nurse. term is
3: but but when I think about it it's like in order for damage to be inflicted it, it requires some change over time but since over time doesn't happen change can't be induced into the object so the object can't be changed at least externally in this case
0: so that that is the reason why it is invincible the reason it has you know time altering powers because it's it's always been a futuristic time uh, bending device but it's extremely unpredictable because it's, it has been slightly like as it exploded it was damaged before as it was frozen mm. so it is a, a malfunctioning invincible time bending device uh, that you see here it will as the years go by be buried under the you know the snow and nice. the, and the the sediment uh with only just the tip of the explosion peeking out uh, but you're all setting up the Beyblades at the lip of this crater. Uh, you're all like, you know, choking it, burning. Oh, God, it hurts. But then, oh, refreshing. The healing is happening. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just, be- <laughs> it's both. It's a very, uh, you know, hurt comfort fic situation.
5: Wait, wait. <laughs> to truly establish Cat as the flip side of the, the Dream Team pairing, Cat goes, mm, this is how it feels to chew five gum. <laughs> oh, damn
3: it. I was trying to do that. You, you beat me to it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, outside the cloud, you hear like the last couple of shots as the Thrycreen and the mind flayers kill each other. Uh, but slime you botched. And so uh, as you were setting up the, the last Beyblade, blade, um, something grabs you. Uh, it is that the third illithid that you earlier investigated and you thought was dead. It is only mostly dead on the ground. Um, it has been badly burned. So, the way that the Illithids survived the crash, by the way, is they have uh, a dimension shift as a natural ability. They can kind of phase in and out of dimension. So, they just, the, when, the, when the ship hit the ground, they popped out of dimension and then popped back in. Uh, but this one didn't quite get the timing right and was very bad. They're the burned. white guys
5: with dreads from Matrix. Relay. <laughs> oh ah, my god, they yeah, really are. Yeah, yeah. That is literally what you
0: just described.
6: Well, <laughs> so now I'm imagining the white guy with dreads. Um uh can can they come with us?
0: Oh my god. For what purposes, Mari?
6: <laughs> just cause. I'm asking. I just wanna know.
0: To add more
5: NPCs.
6: Good to can they
0: <laughs> To further the uh different illithid styles, we had a shrimp and we had a Nautilus. This one has an octopus head, slightly different from the squid head. Oh
6: please can they come with
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're revealing a lot about yourself today, Mari. Uh this
6: it's not even sexual. There's just a little baby.
0: <laughs> so uh, I'm going to attack you, actually. <gasps> uh, <laughs> ten.
6: Okay, I have an armor class of ten. So, uh, so
0: Wow, look at those, that roll. Look at, oh, my God. Snake eyes. Yay! <laughs> you only take six as its uh, octopus face tentacles wrap around your ankle, and it tries to weakly pull your foot into its beak because obviously under the tentacles there's an octopus Uh, beak mouth and it bites like feebly at your ankle
6: (laughs) hello do you want to come with us
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I will say because uh, as we've talked about before this isn't actually the past you haven't gone through a portal this is uh, as Kat said a simulation no you unfortunately cannot bring
5: oh like there are no NPCs in the town who are (laughs) simulations. Like there are no established characters who who are projections from a hologram already. Come on.
6: So Slime says, unfortunately, dying creature before me, your entire experience has only been this moment because you're just here to help me understand something else. Anyway, I need to heal now. I'm going to uh, vampiric touch you.
0: (laughs) Oh, sick. So you execute this octopus man to get your health back? Yeah. All right.
6: (laughs) Their life is meaningless, and it's only ever been suffering, so why not end it now?
0: Uh, Yeah, so that's the energy we're going to (laughs) take into this. Uh, Good. So you paint me that picture of the execution. I want everyone else to think about where you're going, because you look at the damage on the Beyblades, and you can go home, but you also might have one more jump in you if you wanted to go somewhere else. I'm not saying you have to. I'm just putting it out there. That's the damage on the Beyblades.
6: Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, so, so... Sun, Moon, Star, she's just chilling. She's just, you know, she's a little tired, so she's just, you know, gone into the the deep place. And, um, oh, no. And then voluntarily, it's where she goes when she needs space, and uh-huh. then I take up one of my spider legs and just shove it into the octopus's eyeball and then inject my horrible fluids and suck them out again to get my health back.
5: And you said it wasn't sexual. <laughs>
0: The rest of the party finishes setting up the Beyblades and looks over at you as you suck a man's guts through his eyeball. Uh, <laughs> and then you all have to decide where to go.
4: Are we going somewhere else or home?
2: I, I don't know about the rest of you. I'm I'm ready to be back.
4: What was the metal guy, though?
0: I don't know. Uh, yeah, why, why don't you roll religion to see if any, any of you know about the metal guy? We only briefly mentioned this episode, came up a couple times last. Two, baby. That was a 15 for Ozzy.
6: 20 for Neelith. 15 for Slime.
0: Oh, yeah. 15, 20, 15. Uh, So I'm going to say, Neelith, because time travel and time manipulation are aspects of Ilithid culture... Um, this came up in season five, but you know, canonically, uh, time travel is said to be the invention of the Illithids. Although that is, you know, debatable if that's actually true. Uh, I would say you have heard stories in Illithid culture about uh, beings which police time manipulation.
2: Oh, time cops!
0: Time cops,
5: baby! Right. Sick, sick.
2: So, so what you're saying sick. is, is we should really head back to our own time as to not piss off the time cops further
0: uh well 2015-15 I'm gonna say that that last offer to try to go somewhere else was a little bit of a sneaky Austin trap yeah Yeah.
2: Uh, ne- Neelith will we'll point out um yeah the more I think about it the more I'm pretty sure that's that's illithid time cop legends that's the thing that the illithids talk about a lot uh we should probably just go home before the time cop gets pissed
4: can we hang out with the metal guy
2: I mean, any time we spend hanging out with the metal guy, we'll probably piss piss them off because that's more time that we're in time.
4: Not if I show him really cool tricks.
2: What? Okay, how, how's about this? We'll make a little sign you can hold in your hand as we make the jump that says, hey, if you want to come to our time and hang out and see cool tricks, you're welcome to do so.
4: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Okay. <laughs>
0: all right. So the party gathers inside the Beyblades, the purple lightning starts and you all are ready to go.
5: And my sign says for a good time. <laughs> <laughs> find find me in Grendel in the date that we live in
0: <laughs> uh, It's funny you say that because as the purple lightning dissipates and you find yourself back in the present time uh, you're met with two figures uh-huh. one is Shoko the Gremlin you know her you love her tiny chaos friend mm-hmm. and the other is an eight foot tall metal time cop metal guy.
2: Hi, sorry. Took me a, re- a minute to realize that you were you were time cop. Hi,
0: hi. The giant figure, which is like smooth and sleek, and uh, looks uh, like the natural endpoint of the technology the genius futzes with, right? So, like a very
6: it looks like a Final Fantasy boss.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm using a picture of an archangel from Shin Megami Tensei as the, the right. icon. I
6: fucking knew it
0: um but yes uh this this giant robot who has a sword and a shield integrated into its body says
6: i am am an inevitable
0: inevitable. i am Quarut. i police the time stream
6: all right
2: i hope we did not inconvenience you i had assumed that because we were just seeing and weren't changing the past that we were fine but if that is incorrect, I appreciate being informed and won't mess with it again.
0: Yeah, that's Quarut, Q-U-A-R-U-T. Uh, it, its head has a, a an hourglass shape, I will say. There is actually very little art of these in the official books because I assume they don't come up very often in the traditional <laughs> campaign.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, but the Quarut says... Some small fluctuations in the time stream are inevitable. However, this one has transgressed against causality and must be taken into custody. And gestures to Shoko. Uh-oh. What did What did they do? Sh- Shoko says, oh, all kinds of time crimes! <laughs> I'm a time felon! <laughs> 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 like...
3: Aze like leans to whisper to Neela to remind uh to remind her of the uh time when Shoka went to the past and literally stole something from well took something from Marina to take it to the present to build the uh obelisk <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh,
2: <laughs> I'm gonna get the chair! <laughs> Jesus Christ.
4: Wait, I you have to uh, accept challenges for a competition before you can take a soul.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: That's I heard that's how
0: it yeah, works.
2: Yeah, that's what I heard. I'm I am it let it I heard that.
0: <laughs> Your crimes are beneath the notice of the inevitables. Uh because you didn't take that last opportunity to see more time stuff, uh basically the quartz going to let you go, but they are taking
6: Shoko.
2: Can we do anything to not have you take Shoko?
4: but I don't want you to take our friend.
6: Is there a bail for time jail? <laughs>
0: time, time bail? <laughs> time bail, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's there's
3: the episode title.
0: <laughs> time bail is only payable in time dollars. <laughs> oh, gosh.
6: Can we see your badge? <laughs> Under what authority do you act on?
0: Uh, that's a great question. The Kauru, first of all, points his sword arm at you and says... This is my batch. And <laughs> that is a sword. <laughs> that is how
5: that works in uh-huh. this world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. Under what
4: circumstances can I do a flawless Benihana and then you
0: let Avrenko? I am a core root. I act under the authority of the Inevitables. This is an absolute law.
6: If you're inevitable, how come you let the time problem happen in the first place if you can just go <laughs> through time and stop it from being a problem? <laughs> it sounds like you're the one who committed the crime by failing to prevent it. You need to go to jail. Uh,
0: <laughs> the the Quarruge.
6: I'm rolling persuasion.
0: <laughs> Make him divide by zero, Mari. Damn it.
6: I rolled a two. Uh,
0: no. The, the Quarruge slashes you across the face. Oh. Um.
6: No. Sun, Moon, Stars' his face.
0: Uh I crit! I crit!
6: <laughs> oh my god! That's twenty-seven! Okay. Don't Watch fuck right. with
0: cops! Oh my god. Uh no way. What the f Oh no, it's the wrong, wrong die It's the wrong die. Everyone calm down, it's the wrong die. The twenty 20- twenty-two damage
6: <laughs> Wait, on top of the damage you just did?
2: Uh, the the twenty-seven was to hit. It was to see whether it hit or not. The twenty two is the damage.
0: Yeah, it was a crit. So twenty two. It seems like a lot for what is kind of a back off slash. It wasn't like a kill slash, but it was a crit. So it cuts you deeper than maybe you were expecting. This the the, yeah. the the sword seems supernaturally sharp. Hmm.
5: Yeah. So this
6: this doesn't seem right. Cat is gonna do so an like...
5: unarmed strike on the guy.
6: <gasps> Don't. You just saw what happened. Yeah,
5: but uh, that's Cat's m- mother's. <laughs>
6: Yeah, I guess we're rolling initiative
0: because uh either you defeat the Quarou or Shoko leaves season eight Grendel.
2: Uh-huh.
5: I have advantage on initiative.
0: So, so fifteen. I, yeah. Uh okay, so let's let's do the cat attack, because you kind of got a surprise round, which aren't technically things in five E, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, and then we'll jump into combat. If you don't want to fight the Quarou, you do not have to. No one is forcing you to, but does that hit? <laughs> it absolutely, does not hit. No, an eleven. Yeah,
5: that's what I figured. He's like an all armor guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is about as effective as an actual lion attacking an actual tank. <laughs> so, cat, you you attacked. Uh, the core root kind of just looks at you with its hourglass head, uh, big, uh, seemingly supernatural, supernaturally sharp sword, and weird yeah. metal shield, and it's just so like it's calculating. It's like loading. Uh, error? Animal? <laughs> what? Uh, and I guess you get another turn on him. Okay. Um,
5: I'm just going to attack again. But it's a 10. It's even worse. I, oh, Jesus Christ.
0: You do get to attack twice as a barbarian. So Yes! Okay. <laughs> 16? Uh, let me double check here. Yeah, actually. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's armor as mostly impenetrable, but there's like joints in there that I feel like you can get your claw into. Thirteen slashing damage. Yeah, not bad. Um, it looks like with that, it is Neelix' turn. Uh,
2: is is there no option that I can I can offer to to give you something in trade so you don't take Shoko? Um, can I give you some time? Is is that a thing I can do?
0: I am... Hmm. <clears throat> hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, my God, Laura. Laura, the things, <laughs> Laura, the things you say.
2: I know. I I. I, I say shit.
0: Now no, no, I'm just thinking about, gosh,
3: well, oh, no. Like, it's needless trying to take the burdens of everyone else.
0: Yeah. Okay, you know what? This is such a fascinating thing to say out loud with your human mouth, Laura. Uh, I'm going to say the court says, I can take time in... Payment for the crimes
5: Wow time bail is real, I guess
0: Yeah, time bail is real you willed it into existence
2: What is an acceptable time price?
0: Yeah uh, I, Yeah, I, I think the, the core root just says the time bail is set at 470,000 quibble bits
3: <laughs> Quibble bits? What
4: is the conversion rates to years?
3: Listen uh listen we only, we only accept real bits like doge bits here all right oh, uh... God damn. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me tell you the conversion rate is unfavorable <laughs>
2: Illithids Ilithids are long-lived they live I I did a google before I said the words I said <laughs> about 125 years which is on the longish end I'm trying to get a sense of like what percentage of time is neilith offering her
5: side note our two our two cryptocurrencies in in grendel are uh one is one is little images of the genius i feel that the genius would have created the other one is based on cat kid
0: mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah, which the- is a, fa- a fan character based on the offhanded comment from episode <laughs> one <laughs> yeah yep okay so uh i heard trepidation in your voice laura and let me tell you i'm also feeling that because i have no idea what's gonna
2: happen (laughs) we're we're... i mean i i mean look i i think that this is an extension of what neilith has been trying to do all season which is trying to be self-sacrificial to help other people and to avoid other people getting hurt but i think neilith recognizes that This is an offer she cannot make blindly without understanding what she is committing to, because there is a certain degree of, yes, I will do this to save Shoko, and there is a certain point at which, I guess I
0: fight. I think there's a, there's a certain aspect here where the core root has a, such a different perspective on time and existence. It's not even like trying to be difficult. It's just it, you're barely speaking the same language. So it says like it needs a, a quadrillion quibble bits. That doesn't mean anything to you necessarily. You just know there's going to be a heavy, serious price. Uh, I, I'm showing you the barrel of my gun in tabletop speak that this is a real consequence if you don't want to fight this thing to the death. Uh, we can solve this another way, but it's gonna be a whole thing—the D- D- capital W, capital T—a whole thing.
5: I was gonna say that Cat would probably like, like seeing this bargaining. Would say like, uh, like, uh, could we share the price?
0: <laughs> this is acceptable.
3: Uh, uh so so the question—the question on my mind is like, are quibble bits? Nanoseconds, microseconds, or milliseconds.
6: <laughs> Are we giving them a part of our life? Yeah. Time. Oh, okay, that's fine.
5: <laughs> yeah, slime is like immortal, right? Hang on a second. Hang on a hang on a fr- flipping minute here.
6: Yeah, hold on. There's a little bit of trick here. I can sacrifice a bunch of my slime cells, so no one else can.
0: Here's the thing about your slime cells: is each one actually individually doesn't live for very long. It's just the knowledge is passed from new individuals. So each of your individual cells actually has very little time to itself. Well, so thanks I know for
6: mansplaining I- my character.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying I. You're think-
6: technically right. Yeah, sure, but you know.
0: Okay, I just don't. I don't want you to think I haven't thought through what you're saying. I, I have thought about. You it. You don't
6: think I've already held an election about which slime cells want to go? <laughs> I can try
2: and help fight this thing, but I'm not good at fighting, and I don't know what the consequences are going to be if if. We win at fighting it. Um, I'm I'm willing to to, to to do this, but I I I.
6: One quick question: If Shoko is bailed out of jail and they go to court, and are, and then they go to court, we're supposed to get our time bits back.
3: <laughs> I, I I.
6: My question is time thing. Are there time bounty hunters for people who jump bail? I don't
5: think that we we know that the time cop system works exactly like the American legal
6: system. This is why we are asking. Because the guarantee is we get our time bits back if Shoko shows up to their court date. So Shoko... First of all, is that how that works, time thing?
5: Should we rephrase this as, like, a time fine? It's like, it can be, (laughs) like, paying off the crime is basically what we're
0: aiming for here. Okay. Uh I'm still going to name the episode Time Bail. I, that struck me as funnier. But yeah, I guess it's more of a time fun. <laughs> uh, I do want to have Shoko speak up here because everyone's doing this on her behalf and say... Yeah. This is all very sweet. I do want to say, though, I kind of wanted to see it fight. It has like, a bunch of cool time abilities. It can reverse its own damage, and it can speed up your wounds. It's really cool.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay, Shoko. Um, I apologize for trying to jump to self-sacrifice, but if the fight is going badly and it looks like it's gonna fuck up, we've got a plan now.
3: Uh. Also, I'm very strapped for resources, is my. Uh...
2: Well, see, this is a big thing as well. nelith has got no fucking yeah. combat resources
0: left. Well, how many? F- we've only had one fight in this arc, huh? Just the. F- the yeah, last but one? I
2: used a lot of spells for shit, like diving to the bottom of the ocean and
3: looking for missing things, and. True. Yeah. Yeah, we've we've had a bunch
0: of encounters, but one fight. So yeah, that's another interesting thing, is that you're still presumably planning on storming uh the Kitsune's dungeon after this, and resource Oh geez. Resource drain is real, so that's another thing to take into consideration.
2: It's I, I recognize it's still my turn in combat, and I've I've dragged this episode out considerably. Sorry for this while I work out what the fuck I want to do.
6: These are important questions.
0: No, this is, I think this is probably more interesting for the audience than us saying numbers at each other. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm in favor of it.
3: Instead of, instead of saying numbers, we're saying other numbers, like quadrillions, uh, quibble bits, whatever bits. Uh,
6: okay, what is, the, what is the conversion rate from one of our life years into quibble bits?
2: Austin explained that basically the time being has a completely different sense of time and therefore that's not a conversation that's going to get anywhere.
6: So they're not very good at their job if they can't <laughs> even understand time through how other people perceive it. That's this isn't an in finish this I'm can we speak to their supervisor? As
5: someone as as the people who as the people on the side of the person getting arrested, uh this is like an on you know this is an on track interaction with the cops really. Like yeah. we <laughs> they don't have they don't have to explain shit to us.
6: Does anyone here have time privilege or anything?
5: Cat does want to, as I said before, like, lessen the damage to Neelith in this.
0: Yeah, so this is another thing. Neelith, you can take take this all and your character is going to become extremely imperiled or we can, we can meter this out to everybody. There are two ways, there are two flavors of time fine. <laughs> I almost said time bail. God, I love time bail. Look,
2: I'm willing to shoulder this alone if needed, everyone. But if anyone wants to take this risk with me, I guess now's the time.
6: We're giving up our, our life force for for Shoko's um, fine. Is that the plan? Just confirming? That
2: is, if if you... Neelith is stepping forward to do so if any other party members wish to chip in and help with that.
6: Uh, slime comes out of uh, Sun Moon Stars' mouth again. And crawls around like a spider sack of slime and says, yep, me too.
0: Here's the thing. I think the core root says, in order to cover the balance of 400,000 Quizzle Bits, which is also <laughs> six Zimbims, just for the conversion, if you want to know, uh, it will take either all of the time from this illithid or a hefty percentage from all members of the village. All members of the village.
5: Okay. Oh, jeez
2: realizing that it's not just the moist squad but it's ev- it's everyone in the village that's going to take a hefty toll.
6: Shoko how do you feel how do you feel about going to time jail? Oh, I hear it's
0: terrible. It's like forever and your mind can never die. Ah. Uh,
6: all right, well that's not an option. Solitary confinement is torture.
4: That is true. Uh
6: What's the point of having a punishing jail system where they don't even let you know what the rules are?
0: (laughs) The arbitrary nature of police power is a feature, not a bug. (laughs)
4: You think that law exists for justice, but actually it exists to oppress the underclass.
0: (laughs) Everyone just stops what they're doing to talk theory.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All crime is just a record of the wrongs that the poor have done to one another, as if they could not govern themselves with a ruling class oppressing them. Um... So
0: are the only two... I've learned
6: that if you give mild criticism to any authority, they will leave forever.
0: Or slash you across the face, whichever... Is...
6: Or slash you across the face, yeah. More...
0: The audience doesn't know about the the cops that's in your life, Mari.
6: Yeah, that's true. The cops abandoned my neighborhood.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, okay, okay. So to clarify, very hefty cost for Nelith, but Nelith will survive, or... A hefty cost from everyone.
6: But that's the end of your life, though.
2: You don't know that.
6: You don't
0: know, and I won't tell you.
2: Yeah, Neelith's going in solo. Fuck it, Neelith's doing this. Okay,
0: Neelith, if this is the decision we've reached after this long conversation, I don't know how long it's going to be in the final edit. I will say for the audience, it's basically the whole episode from our perspective. (laughs) Um, Tell me how this looks, if you do what I think you're going to do.
2: Okay. Nileth walks up to this time being, offers a tentacle, and says, I will pay for Shoko's crimes.
0: All right. And I, the Quarut raises its uh, very fine metal blade and then rams it into you. <laughs> like slime does with uh, vampiric touch and starts draining time out of you uh it doesn't cut your actual flesh it cuts through what, your time essentially into something deeper and in another dimension i guess the fourth dimension is often considered time i'm not a physicist i'm sure there's it's not as easy, simple as that uh but you, you are impaled on its blade in a way where you start bleeding out time uh, and everyone is like, what the fuck? It <laughs> you know, takes a step back. The Beyblades fall over. Uh, the purple lightning has stopped completely. Um, and before your eyes, everyone, Neelith uh, begins shrinking. Oh. You start uh, shrinking and shriveling as time pours out of your stomach wound. Uh, you get smaller and smaller, your tentacles suck up into your head, your arms, uh, kind of suck up into your body, because, uh, the way we have been discussing this, and I have been intentionally vague, I'm not aging. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to age you, I am de-aging you, it is stealing the time you have lived. And so when it withdraws its blade from your body, Nelith, you are a tadpole. Oh,
2: little baby.
0: Yeah, just like, uh, smaller than a a head, because in order to seromorphize, you have to crawl inside of a humanoid skull, so you're the size of, like, a smaller than a human brain.
2: So, no longer do I have the body that I
0: previously had? No! Neelith, you are back as an illithid tadpole. Uh, the Quaroot withdraws its blade. Kind of uh, almost does the, the you know the samurai shake as if to get the blood off of it, even though there's kind of just shimmering magical time on its blade, and then it kind of nods its hourglass head, um, and it turns to the machine and waves its other arm, which is like holding the shield over it, just very gently, and the gears come to a stop. Oh my god!
2: Nilith is absolutely devastated.
6: The time price has been paid.
0: And then it's it's gone.
6: Slime crawls back into Sun Moon Stars' body and they run off and get a cup of water to put Neelith in.
0: So before you can do the attack on the Kitsune's lair, uh, I think we need to get Neelith a body.
6: They have to be alive, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Ne Neelith is just absolutely shell shocked.
6: Does Neelith um uh, what, still have all their memories?
0: Yep, Neelith has the same memories.
2: Yeah, yeah, she she is absolutely she she'd mentally prepared for obviously, you know, giving up the future. What she hadn't braced for was. Losing the self she'd worked so hard to build. Mm-hmm. And she just does not know how to respond.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, Aze is... heading... is rushing over to... well, to Nilith, and kneeling down to try and... Uh, just help her off the ground on his... on his hand for the moment, um, and... in a bit of a panic... Uh, himself, just thinking, like, you know, what, like, and just looking between Kat and Shoko and Nealith and just being like, what do we do?
5: What-, what can we do now? Can Neolith communicate still telepathically with us?
2: Yeah. Um, Nealith is going to look to cat and say do, 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 do you mind if I stay near you for uh, for, for for a bit
3: please uh, you absolutely thank you uh, as will reach over to help set uh, Neelith up upon cat carefully
6: slime moon stars comes back with the cup <laughs> I maybe have misunderstood what they needed. So.
0: No, uh, Nealith needs a cup. <laughs> uh,
6: do you need Nealith, Do you need this cup? I I probably I probably probably should. Yeah. But you want to be on Cat's head though, so I'm I'm gonna put the cup <laughs> on Cat's head. If that's okay. I know that thing can be. I can I lift you up to put you in the cup? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I'm gonna.
4: I will try to move very slowly.
0: Kids, don't mess around with time travel. It's not worth it. I'm really glad,
2: like, just out of character, I'm really fucking glad we did that. That's cool s- story shit. Always agree to the stuff that's gonna have consequences. I was in the
4: back, swallowed in the coats with scars of red tied round their throats to keep their little from falling in the snow And I turned round And there you
1: go And Michael, you would fall And turn the white snow Red as strawberry